0: What's good fam? This is your boy Dijon, and this is how to be a motherfucking legend. Yeah. This is the place to be for inspiration and the realization of your full creative potential. Uh Uh-huh. Each episode, we're going to be sharing tips Uh and insights to help you unlock the greatness that is already inside of you. Okay. Okay, what a special episode of How to Be a Motherfucking Legend we have today. I'm so excited because I have Katerina Satori right here. Thank you for being here, Katarina.
1: So happy to be here.
0: <laughs> she is a sovereignty mentor and business coach. And many people in our community already know who she is because she's such a force on facebook and just sharing her wisdom and insight on a consistent basis so um i'm very honored to have her in this space sharing more of her wisdom
1: Mm, a deep honor to commune with you dijon and i'd love to start with just really demystifying the word sovereignty because a lot of people in our community will get it and a lot of people like whoa what's this fancy word you know sovereignty is so dear to my heart because I believe um, sovereignty is our birthright as divine beings, divine creators, and also sovereignty is something we get to develop and to embody and to make it real in our lives. So as a sovereignty mentor, I help people develop confidence, um, life skills that bring them meaning, prosperity, fortune, and ultimate freedom. Mm. So this is how I see it, sovereignty, and and it's my desire that every person who, you know, who has this calling to make lo- uh, other people's lives better also knows how to create a lifestyle that not only provides for their needs, but abundantly supplies and supports their divine gifts.
0: Mm. Aha. Aha! <laughs> and I can 100% testify to what she's saying because she's been my business coach and sovereignty mentor for the past few months. And it's been a very transformative experience, just as I imagined it would be when I sought out her assistance. And I feel like for a lot of people in my generation, we've grown up thinking that like helping and being a, a quote unquote good person and making money and knowing business are divisive, are like separate things. And they're really not, you know, like everything is spiritual, everything is energy and it's all about how you interface with those things. So one of the beautiful things about working with Katarina is how she bridges those worlds and allows you to recognize that um, serving or standing in your power and selling people something they need and will help them grow is service. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. been a huge shift in my in my paradigm of seeing things and this helped me out tremendously.
1: Mm. So happy to hear that, John. Yeah. You no, know, my biggest breakthrough ha- occurred when I really examined my relationship with money. And I began to see that it's one of the most spiritual relationships I can have. Because money is a tool, money is an energy, right? Money is a resource. And it all, it's all depends on t- what the intention and what use, what meaning are assigned to. And i I believe, deeply believe that money really doesn't change you. It only amplifies what's already there. So if your heart is pure and virtuous and committed to service, uh, ability to have bigger resources at hand only going to amplify your mission. And if you surrendered your life to the service of the divine, your higher self will humble your ass on the way to sovereignty, right? <laughs>
0: That's 100% true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that even if, you know, spiritual ego becomes tricky and you like begin to think of yourself as like this, you know, uh, un- not an unstoppable, but... Um, invisible, you know, all of that. Your higher self in its benevolence will give you initiations and trials to humble you and to keep you in 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 the right, pure, open heart. And I think it's such a blessing. And this is one of the reasons I teach people uh, how to create quantum success in alignment with seven universal laws and one of them is the law of pendulum. And it's the one number one thing I, I educate people with to help them to understand, to uh, keep humility on the rise and have gratitude on the descent. Because the law of pendulums says that the rhythm compensates, right? So Expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction. We cannot bypass; it's a universal law of the universe. So we're gonna be on the rise, and we're gonna go on a descent. But how do you keep your heart open? How do you keep your faith going and your trust? That's really a sign of your maturity, of your depth, and uh, of your relationship to the universe.
0: Mm. Yes, I definitely understand exactly what you're talking about because there have been times in my personal path when I've had like an upswing of consciousness or money or recognition for my art. And you're like, oh, that's it. Like I've made it, I'm there, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the universe will come and smack you down and be like, "But well, what about this? You know, like, what about this aspect of your, of your being? And um, it's, it's always a good remembrance to be humble. And the value of being humble is if you're, if you're in that egoic place, you're not in a receptive state. So you can't learn anything, you know? And there's a, there's a balance between being um, in your masculine and taking steps towards your highest self and being in your feminine and receiving the, the wisdom from source. And that's like the, center point of the Sri Yantra right between the masculine coming down and the feminine right so there's a very particular balance and I feel like you walk that line very well
1: mm, mm, mm. oh so good to receive this reflection thank you thank you and Sri Yantra is my favorite sacred geometry symbol mm. you know, I carried it in as a blueprint for life yeah
0: wonderful so Maybe you could explain a couple other of the laws or maybe one more of the laws. You said there were seven laws and you mentioned one. That's very interesting to me.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, this is the, you know, the number one is that uh, universe is mental in nature. That's the quantum law of success, universal law of hermetic philosophy. This is number one. Universe is mind. It's mental in nature. So when I, as you know, uh, my personal philosophy, if I take a client on a as a business client uh it's non negotiable for me that they already on have deep spiritual practice. Why because I can help them accelerate so much they already have an understanding of the power of the mind of mastering, disciplining their thoughts. so this is the next level. I help them understand that hey, you know the power of creating everything from within. Mm. You know, everything from within. So empowered creatives don't chase anybody. If the nature of the universe is mental, you can bend space. You can bend time, right? And the only limitations that you run into is the one that you agree. The same thing when I train somebody on sales, as you know, there is no sovereignty without ability to sell. Mm-hmm. ability to ignite a spark of possibility in another human being right it's called the power of enrollment so i often say the only objections you cannot overcome are the ones that in your own mind mm-hmm. so it's all you know every everything that shows up in your business every business problem is a personal problem in disguise yes Right? So (laughs) that's what I mean by, you know, universe is mental. And I always say, examine your mind, where you still don't believe that you're worthy, where you still believe that when you receive, somebody loses, where you still believe in separation, Right? So, especially in the spiritual community, Dijon, people say, um, you know, there's this deep wounding of poverty consciousness or unworthiness because unconsciously people feed separation. Right? I believe when you invest with me as your coach, you don't invest with me, you invest with source consciousness through me. Right And the same thing, when I receive uh, divine compensation through my service, I don't receive it from you. I receive it from source through you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a huge paradigm shift, right? Because if you think that you're receiving your abundance, your resources from other people, you will you will keep running into guilt and unworthiness and all of that. But if you, re- you really cultivate the mind that it all comes from the same source consciousness and the universe gives you the resources appropriate for your mission through other people, you can keep expanding in your ability to receive and be a shining example for others of what it looks like to be an, a, an, an awakened leader who builds the new, yo- new earth through embodiment.
0: Mm. Mm, thank you for that wisdom yes Mm. I think it's a profound level of maturity and self-realization to see all relationships as reflection like that's the non-dual way of seeing whether that be an intimate relationship or a relationship in a sales conversation or whatever because human consciousness is one consciousness it can be experienced as an individual set of consciousnesses like leaves on a tree but ultimately when you go deep enough that's that's one tree right and i think an example everyone can relate to is in romantic relationships you know like a healthy romantic relationship i feel like involve people recognizing the other as a mirror for yourself yeah. right and if you're really frustrated with one aspect of their being then it's a good chance it's a disowned part of yourself that you're unconscious of. So being able to notice it, not ignore it, because you have to go through things. You can't just be like, oh, it's fine. Like, I love unconditionally. It's not an issue. Like, you have to address it. But it's how you address it that is um, what determines if you move forward or not, right? Is it on a teamwork and say, hey, I'm noticing this in the field. And I'm curious about like what your experience of it is. And then you can sit on the same side of the table and talk about it together Mm. and remove the discomfort or address the discomfort as a team.
1: Mm. Wow. That is such a beautiful way to approach it. I'm noticing it in the field. Thank you for this, Dijon. I love that.
0: Yeah. I remember my friend said, you know, that Star Wars thing, there's a disturbance in the force.
1: Mm. That's
0: a really good one too. <laughs> I'm I'm sensing a disturbance in the force.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm so glad we're recording this because this is so good. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Because then it's like it depersonalizes everything. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I had since my energy has been like kind of up leveling. Um, I've had some energies where people feel like they want to challenge me. Mm. Right. Whether they're like trolling on my Instagram page or. Um, just like confronting me about something in person. And I, and I recognize that it's just a specific energy, right? Like there's, there's energies present on the earth plane that want to keep humans at a certain frequency range, like a band that's, it's a low vibrational frequency range. So sometimes those energies come through people to test if you are like rooted enough to just deflect it or whether you get really, you know, entangled with it or whatever. So I always find it valuable to just remember in the same way that you said, money does not come from people. It comes through people from source. Everything is from source, including the the negative or challenging things. There's just a certain way to test your way of being, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, in sports, right? You wouldn't be like, oh, that person tried to keep me from scoring, <laughs> you know, <laughs> They're trying to block my shot. It's like, That's the game, like that is the game. They're trying to keep you from scoring so that you have resistance to step into your full power.
1: Mm, mm. Ooh, and this is one of the reasons I so love entrepreneurship, Dijon. And I think we live in such a phenomenal time where creatives like you and I, right? Creatives like people who are gonna listen to this podcast, Um, who see themselves as creatives can truly become empowered creatives Mm. because the future belongs to creatives. That's it. Mm. I watched the TED talk, and you and I had this concession before. That you know, artificial intelligence. This is not a sci-fi fiction. This is reality, and it's only gaining speed and momentum. So, a particular year into the future, a lot, a lot of jobs are going to be keeping being replaced by uh, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that cannot be replaced is by original, creative human thought. Mm. So if there is a ripe opportunity for creatives to rise and start seeing themselves as entrepreneurs to start taking responsibility wow i suck at sales i'm going to do everything in my power to become an incredibly inspiring salespreneur mm. or i'm terrified of camera or being on live streams but we know that social media outperforms email so I just, uh, I follow my, one of my favorite marketing um, role models, Frank Kern, and he just did a post on LinkedIn that social media outperforms email 60%, Dijon. Mm. So less and less, less people open emails, and this is just something that we got to be aware as creatives, to see the trance, to align with the trance, to be ahead of the trance, but bring our consciousness with it. Yes. You know, this is is why I feel so excited about it because uh, when the creative feels deeply supported by his or her gifts, he unleashes the next level of magic. Yes. Right? And that is beautiful. It's captivating to see. Um, It's inspiring. It moves you. It alters you. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree 100%. And that's the nature of time right now is whatever is the most popular medium, whether it's email today and social media tomorrow, or this social media platform today and another one tomorrow, it's changing so rapidly, you know. So we really have to let go of our attachment to something and continue to learn as things evolve.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and find joy in that, Yes. you know, find joy, like, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable when you learn a new skill, but eventually you find power in that, you find freedom in that, you know, like I see you, uh, you're already such a multidimensional powerhouse as you are, and you're, you're such a rapid implementer. And I just see you continue to spread your wings and what you're able to accomplish with your vision, with your creative gifts, and with your business skills. It's, it's phenomenal. And, I, and this is what I desire for more creatives, true sovereignty. Because, you know, when you are sovereign, then you create your own economy. Mm-hmm. You know, you really create your own economy. That's what we're moving towards. New Earth is here. It's already here, mm-hmm. and we are the living codes of what is possible.
0: Yes, uh huh. Yeah, and the, and the greatest capital is our attention. Yes, you know, our focus. That's the greatest capital because anyone can create anything, right? Like, people are like, "Oh, I don't have time," or "I don't know how to do this." But if it's like if you were tasked with learning one skill and you had eternity to do it, and that's all you had to do, could you do it? Right? Like the answer is obviously yes. And the way the world used to work is we didn't have access to information. Like access was a problem. And now we have access to everything. Like you can learn how to do anything on the internet. You can basically talk to anyone through social media and there's so many things fighting for our attention. So we're scattered in where we're putting our energy and what we're building. So it seems like nothing gets done. And the mm-hmm. cure-all for that is focus. Yeah, Focusing your attention in one place until you're complete with that task. Multitasking is, is actually not helpful, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a possibility, but single-tasking is really how to be accomplished as a creative.
1: Yeah, that is such a... Key distinction that you're sharing, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I love, you know, I I love turning off my Wi-Fi, just working in forty-five minute sprints, and it's been it's been powerful. I I continually experiment, you know, like what works for me one week, it works differently another week. Mm. I like to break break down my days. Like Friday is my creativity day, where I I work on my uh, I create something new. Mm. You know, and Monday I do podcasts and, and connect with my tribe and, you know, and, and Wednesday I write, I focus on my book. So that works for me to break down the days and and day has a theme. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah.
0: So what's your book?
1: Ooh, the one that is scary to write, and the one that I pretend I will never publish. So these <laughs> these are the 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 tricks that I trick my mind to continue to write it. You know, like um, it, it's 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 a book that is going to be, uh, you know, it has a character of its own. Um, so the it's going to be, I would say about the visionary heart. You know, what, it, what does it mean, the unique challenges, the visionary mind and the visionary mind and the visionary heart and about leadership for this new earth. So, you know, it's forming itself. But for now, I just, my duty is to sit down at the same time on Wednesday and Thursday and let the message follow through And this book is so real and raw, Dijon, that I just tell myself I'll never publish it. So if I never publish it, what would I really say? Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so glad you're going through that process, you know? Uh, I've written a, a screenplay that's like kind of a memoir, and I noticed when I was writing and I was like, Oh, I could be more honest, you know, about my experience. Right. And when I got to a place of like, just true, real, raw honesty, like I remember reading it and being like, Whoa, that's, that's like really deep. And it was also so liberating, you know, to not, not have secrets or shame or whatever, you're just like, this happened. And it's part of the story of how I became the person that I am, you know?
1: So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that's, that's how we tap into our true genius, you know, that raw creative beauty, Mm. right. And you, you just surrender to it. There's no way you can control it. You, you create space. So that's why I say it's my duty. You know, Mm. I show up for my creative muse Mm -hmm. and I say, Hello, creative muse. I look good. I'm ready. I feel good. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> that's
0: It's all about the space.
1: Yeah. hundred yeah. yeah.
0: percent. Well, um, this has been so insightful and there's so many nuggets and I'd like to keep the podcast relatively short because yeah. I want people to be able to process everything. And if you go back and listen again, I'm sure you'll be able to absorb a lot more. Mm-hmm. So... Um, before we go, is there anything that you would like to share about programs you're offering or ways to connect with you?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I am, I am on Facebook. If people find me on my personal page on Facebook, Katarina Satori, it's a constant lighthouse of inspiration and, you know, sharings and um, live streams and trainings. And I have two programs that are available uh, all year round. support people. One is Frequency Shift, and it's all about upgrading your vibration. And another one is a more mystical level program called Working with Ascended Masters. Mm. And it's, it's a really beautiful journey. There is a special tuition that is available in January. So if you go to my Facebook and just click on my banner... You will see it. it's right there. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I love giving people spiritual tools to support them because that is the foundation. If your spirit is strong, you will be—you ta- will take bigger risks in business. But if you are confused on the soul level, ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> so, always coming back to that spiritual essence and to knowing who you are and uh, connecting to the source consciousness, and this is the biggest joy for me.
0: Mm, I love it, yeah. Comes down to trust that the universe will support you. Yes,
1: yeah, it's a fundamental question. Um, somebody said the only question you get to ask in your lifetime is this one. Is this a friendly universe or not? That's it, this, if, you, if you answer that question, you, you can be free.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you so much, Katerina. It was an honor and a pleasure.
1: (laughs) I loved every moment. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right. I'll leave some links to how you can connect with Katarina in the show notes. This is how to be a motherfucking legend. We're out. I so appreciate you being here. If you enjoy the energy that we are creating and building, share it with the homies. Take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram stories. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Really, those five-star reviews are really going to help this get to more people. Just let people know about it. And if you ever want help going deeper into yourself, developing yourself and doing that with the community and with guidance, head on over to programs.howtobeamotherfuckinglegend.com and we got you. Until next time, peace.